0: Welcome back to the Tape Store, everyone. This is Toby,
1: and this is Brooke.
0: We were made in the '80s and played in the '90s, and we are back with another great show for you guys. A really fun movie.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: We're in the first Thursday of October.
1: Yes, it's October first.
0: Yes, it has begun.
1: Spook. It, we, we've been in spooky season, but now it is the 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 high spooky month.
0: Yeah, the high spooky month. I like that. <laughs> And we have uh, some great stuff ahead in the coming weeks.
1: Oh, yes. We're excited.
0: Some seriously creepy stuff and some not so seriously creepy stuff. You got to have a little bit of both.
1: Yes, because I think if you're a spooky person, you're already inclined to the spooky, like the yeah. the uncomfortable spooky.
0: Well, I'm not. The spooky stuff and the creepy stuff I'm into is, is not so much the stuff that's scary just for the sake of being horrifyingly no, scary. yeah. There's got to be some substance to it, you know?
1: Well, I think good horror ha- has more than horror going on. Right. Like Stephen King's stuff. Like, yeah. Stephen it's scary King, as crud, yeah. but like there, there there's, there's deep stuff underneath that. Right. Which to is get, why we like it. While you're being scared and creeped right. out. Right. That's right.
0: why we love Stephen King. That's why we love Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula, oh, the novel. So good. Which is an oldie, but it's an, I mean, it's a classic novel. Yes. Which we recommend. And it's just, while it's scary, mm-hmm. it's incredibly deep and layered. And it's just, the characters are phenomenal. So yeah, that's it's just the kind a good of scary. Book. Yeah. Just the kind of scary that I'm into. But this week, we are beginning spooky month, <laughs> high spooky month. Yes. With a lighthearted, creepy, spooky. Which actually was kind of scary when we were kids, at least for you.
1: Yeah, I like, I you know, as any good kid, would love to be freaked out. And, you know, this movie is super funny. But every so often, I'm like, ooh,
0: ooh, ooh. And what is this movie?
1: We are talking about Ernest Scared Stupid.
0: That's right. Good old <laughs> Ernest.
1: Yes, Ernest P. Worrell.
0: We love Ernest. We I want I watched this show when I was a kid. And... I've seen... I've not seen all of his movies.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen all of them. Somehow.
0: And Ernest Scared Stupid, I didn't see until I was an adult. Like, Uh, oh gosh, it was like uh, 12 years ago, maybe.
1: Oh my goodness. I agree. I I definitely grew up watching it.
0: I was in my late 20s when I first saw it. It's part of what I consider the Ernest triumvirate. Now, Ernest... (laughs) You know, Jim Varney made a lot of Ernest movies. Right. But the three that I like the most, the three that are very near and dear to my heart are Ernest scared stupid, which is which was added to the list late. Yeah. Ernest goes to jail and Ernest saves Christmas.
1: Oh, Ernest saves Christmas is so good.
0: And I've kind of put those now if we want put those in chronological order, Ernest saves Christmas was in November 1988. Ernest goes to jail was in April of 1990. And what we're talking about this week, obviously, Ernest scared stupid was released October 11th, 1991. Yes. So, 90s movie. But he made a few. There's Ernest Goes to Camp, Ernest Goes to School. Mm
1: -hmm. I remember watching the school one. I liked that one. I liked it all right.
0: But I really, really love these particular three, Christmas, Jail, and uh, Scared Stupid. Yes. And I love Ernest because he's just good, clean fun. Yeah. I still find myself laughing at him. (laughs) Um, And honestly, I watch these movies... Because I really love when he dresses up as these different characters. Oh, my gosh. He's so and funny. And this happens a couple times in this movie, and I'm really excited about it. So, uh, <laughs> And I have my favorites and stuff, but they're all great. But Jim Varney was, unfortunately, he's the late great Jim Varney because right. he passed away back in 2000. And we're excited to talk about an open <laughs> high spooky month with Ernest Scared Stupid. Uh, just a little bit of information that we like to give about these movies. This was directed by John Cherry, from a story by John Cherry and Coke Sam's. <laughs> yeah, I knew okay. when I I knew when I got this name, I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll stop on that one. <laughs> I I don't know much about him. Coke Sam's, All Coke right. Sam, C O K E Sam's. Okay, um, that's fair. <laughs> starring Jim Varney, and the only other person of note in this movie that you know I, I want to mention is Eartha Kitt uh, is in this movie.
1: The Legend. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, uh, Jim Varney and Eartha Kitt are definitely. Which I'm
1: actually surprised that someone of Eartha Kitt's like catalog was like, yeah, I'll do an Ernest movie. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, now granted, you know, a lot of her stuff was, you know, earlier on, like late, you know, way back, right? Uh, but you know, just she's so classic and just amazing. I'm like, wow, you're in an earnest movie? I'm, yeah. That's pretty cool.
0: I guess it was just either the, the, the money was good or right. it was just a, a chance to have fun. I don't know. I can imagine. I'm happy know, either way. Yeah. So let's let's jump right into the film. We, right. have, we have another iconic opening. You know, last week we talked about uh, The Black Cauldron, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it had that iconic 80s, 90s Disney opening. Oh, yeah. This is another one. The Touchstone Pictures icon. Yep. With that sound.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. I, as soon as you said it, I was already hearing it in my head. I'm right. Like, yes. Take me
0: back. It's always great when they when they keep that stuff. Yeah. You know, even when you watch it, when you stream it on Amazon, which we rented this movie on Amazon. We yeah. should own it. I'm so sorry. I know it's a mistake. We do own. <laughs> we do own Christmas and Goes to Jail. We do own. To those.
1: be fair, I haven't seen Ernest Scared Stupid like in DVD format, really. At least not in years. So, I'm I mean, sure I would have bought it. We'll have, it. it list, uh, <laughs> we'll have to put
0: it on our list, definitely. We'll have to put it on our list, definitely. We're tired. So, <laughs> opening credits. The opening credits is a conversation in itself, yes, really. I love it. It's this montage of classic horror movie scenes. Some of them, like, B-horror movies. Oh, like, so good. Like, from a long time because ago. Because
1: they're so bad. Like, this giant brain. Yeah,
0: that's what I always remember.
1: Me too. I'm like, no, ew. My, ew our son, I was showing him, like, because we posted... Some of the opening on Instagram, right. obviously. And he was watching with me. He goes, Mom, what is that? And I was like, exactly. Right. I don't know, sweetheart.
0: And it's combined with Ernest. <laughs> Jim Varney, of course. Uh Ernest's ridiculous reactions to, like, it would show a scene and then it would show him making these ridiculous faces. <laughs>
1: That only he can make. That
0: only he can make. Yeah. That, that only he can overplay. I
1: mean, it's why we watch the we watch these movies for the for yeah. those faces.
0: And the opening song uh, to the credits has been in my head all week. Same here. <laughs> and it's got this beat. Brooke called it uh, a Hollywood a Halloween bop.
1: It is. It is a Halloween bop, <laughs> man.
0: So honestly, I was like
1: vibing to it at work. I was like, uh. Yes.
0: Yeah, and and if you if you follow the show, if you follow the Type Store <laughs> podcast, uh, you know that um, I was a film teacher, right? I'm not anymore. I, I moved into another, still teaching, but moved into a another department, yeah. another content area. Yeah, technically. Con- content area. I guess is what they call it now. Yeah. But I was a film teacher. I still am a film guy. And when I see something <laughs> like this, I'm like, man, I wish I could have been there while they filmed just Jim Varney. Doing this stuff for the credits. Yeah. I can't imagine it being done any other way than just Jim Varney saying, I'm just going to do stuff. Right, <laughs> exactly. Hit record. Just just I'm let just the magic go. happen before you. I want to talk a second, just because we're going to talk a lot about the the bad guy in this movie. Right. Which is a monster, a troll. I was introduced to this movie by some friends of mine, like I said, a little over 10 years ago. They were three brothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We were all friends. Seth, Caleb, and Zach. Yes. Were their names. We love you guys. Yeah, we love you guys. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the middle kid, Caleb, was deathly afraid <laughs> of this troll.
1: It's it's a fair argument to it be was afraid like, of that it, thing. It was like a
0: whole story behind it. We're like, okay, first, before we watch this movie, you need to hear. And their parents were there too. And they're like, no, no, no. Listen, this is this <laughs> whole thing, it was a whole household oh. crisis oh my with God. Caleb and this troll. And he is freaky looking. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's ridiculous, but he's so exaggerated and yeah. gross looking.
1: Yeah, I think it's the grossness that does it for me. Yeah, yeah, same here. It's not like he's scary. It's, mm, we'll talk about it.
0: Right. <laughs> it's just well, gross. we open up in a place called Briarville, Missouri. And what's the time, Brooke? Long ago. That's it. <laughs> we don't know like
1: what. You got, hey, you know what? Hey, guy, you fill in the gaps.
0: I don't know. <laughs> because... Yeah, it's like. It's obvious that I would say the time is around the the sixteen or seventeen hundreds. Yeah,
1: I'd say that too
0: because it looks very Puritan, like Pilgrim, and
1: and the person talking who will reveal is has got like the mutton chop hair, which yeah, was, which was characteristic of Victorian England. So I'm yeah. kind of like, okay, well maybe I, I maybe it's eighteen hundreds. I don't know. I can't no, you no, know,
0: this is in America. It's in Missouri. No,
1: I know, but I mean, like the style wise, like well, there was a
0: the Puritans and Pilgrims obviously were not in uh, Missouri. Missouri was founded no. much later, but this guy looked like he was straight out of the Great Awakening. Yes. Like he was this tent preacher.
1: Like literally, like like sinners in the hand of an angry God Yeah, that, that kind yes, of guy. Yeah, right.
0: So see English and history. They the, bleed that, together. That, yeah, that's the kind of <laughs> motif we're looking at. A young girl's being chased through the forest in Briarville, Missouri, long ago. Right. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we see the point of view of whatever's chasing her, and we see its monstrous hand reach towards her. Before whatever it is. Is caught by a group of men. They throw like a net over it. In a bag. Yeah. And one of them says. They caught the monster. That took the Hackmore children. Hackmore. As in. H-A-C-K-M-O-R-E. Right. We then see a mob with torches. Classic. You know. Film. Oh yeah. When you've seen a lot of those movies. You see the mob with torches. Yeah. Always. <laughs> and a man talking about. How they prevailed over the monster. That's stolen their children. And has tried to resurrect his race. So we're getting a lot of exposition here. Yes. Yes. And we can't see whatever it is that's in this big bag. And the man who's talking to the crowd right. is a preacher played by Jim Varney. <laughs> who's not who, He's not playing this goofy. He's very serious, which it's hard oh, yeah. to see Jim Varney play serious. I know, like, but, mm. Yeah. And, again, he's got the crazy white hair with the mutton chops and all that. Right. They bury the monster under this large oak tree, and we still see only the monster's hand, like, out of the bag. And before they bury it, it speaks, saying that the preacher's name, saying the preacher's name, excuse me, Reverend Phineas Worrell. Yeah, and we're all like, oh, wait a minute.
1: (laughs) Because
0: one day, someone from his lineage will awaken the monster again. Like, the monster's like, you know, someone from your lineage, your bloodline, will awaken me again. It's something along those lines. Yeah. And they continue to bury the monster. I guess, you know, well, it won't be our problem. Right. (laughs) So, if Jim Varney playing the preacher isn't enough of a clue, we definitely can tell with the name of this preacher guy or town leader, yeah, Reverend, yeah, slash spiritual, town leader,
1: whatever head,
0: um, that it's going to have a connection to Ernest. Of course. Because his name is Ernest P. Worrell. Mm-hmm. And then we go into present day, where we find that we were watching what was being read by yeah, a dramatization young, of yeah, what was being read uh, by a young girl in her elementary school class. Right. Her name is Elizabeth. Played by actress, young actress at the time, Shay Astor. A S T A R. I don't know if it's a star. I'm just she,
1: she was in uh Third Rock from the Sun after this.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Now I think she had been in a few things, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what I that's what I most remember her from.
0: So she's reading this history report to her class, and of course, um a couple of kids are ridiculing her because it's about monsters and this, that, and the other. The Murdoch brothers. Matt and Mike Murdoch. <laughs> and Matt Murdoch is Daredevil's name. By oh the way. god, I, 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 don't I was sitting know. there going, wait a minute. I don't know if whoever, you know, wrote these parts was a Daredevil fan and he decided to name one of these boys Matt Murdock. Yeah,
1: maybe, who knows.
0: But these two kids are horrible. They're the worst. And I'm like, you're going to name like one of the coolest guys. Uh, anyway, it, it, you know. Well, and
1: they and they look like typical 90s bully duo. Yeah,
0: one's, you know, I think Matt is the big kind of heavy-set yeah, with the with mullet. Yeah, with the horrible mullet. And Mike's got the perfect bold cut. Yes. Right. Well, they make fun of Elizabeth and her story. She's defended by another classmate, which is a friendly boy named Kenny, mm-hmm. played by Austin Nagler. Haven't seen him in anything else. No. But, hey, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I was an Ernest scared stupid. <laughs> so, the class is briefly interrupted when a massive dump truck driven by Ernest drives by, dragging <laughs> a screaming woman, who we never see again, <laughs> by the way. That's we don't see this woman, woman. again. I don't think we see her again. Maybe no one sees
1: her ever again.
0: (laughs) I'm trying to remember, did we see, I don't think we saw whoever this screaming woman, she was attached to the back of the dump truck. He was dragging (laughs) her. Whatever. Um, Elizabeth continues to explain after, you know, Ernest drives off, continues to explain to the class that the unseen monster is a troll and that it placed a curse on the Worrell family. Causing it to get dumber and dumber over the years. So we're getting all this yeah. So just know Ernest is an idiot because of this curse. Right.
1: It's not because Ernest is an idiot, like on his own. <laughs> he can't help it.
0: So what's Ernest doing? What's he up to? He, what is his shtick in this movie? He's he, doing something different every movie.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. He always has a gimmick. He is um he is a the the garbage guy.
0: He calls himself a sanitary engineer. <laughs> And he, he gives this grandiose description of himself, you exactly. know. Exactly, as as he does. For someone that is so, I guess, a lovable simpleton. Yes. He has such a great self-image. He I really mean, he does. really sees himself as, you know, and I think.
1: Like a self-made man. But again,
0: I think that that's why, that's part of his appeal. Right. We love Ernest because he's an everyman. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't treat himself like he's an everyman. He's like, no, I can do this.
1: I know. He <laughs> has a, he has a, a, Maybe misplaced, but he has a confidence in himself that is enviable. Honestly, I
0: agree, and and that's and and that's kind of I know it's deep with Ernest, but that's why I always liked him. Yeah. I'm like he's every, fine with himself. Everybody thinks this guy's an idiot, right? He just keeps going, and he ends up saving the day. I think if
1: he actually saw it, it'd be devastating to watch. If he actually right. <laughs> bought that, I'd be like, oh, no.
0: Well, actually, the only time Ernest really seems to be sad, and, I, and I'm t- I think I'm taking all the movies into account, most of the time he's upset it's over someone he cares about yeah. being mm-hmm. um, either mistreated or having a, a bad time with something. So we love Ernest. That's why. <laughs> Obviously, Ernest is problematic in his job. Right. He has some crazy invention that is malfunctioning. It's it, involving multiple mops and trash cans and on these mechanical arms, and anyway, the invention the invention malfunctions. He falls into a trash compactor, and he's trapped. <laughs> and he has this. I think that scene. I felt like that scene lasted ten minutes. Him in the trash compactor. Oh
1: gosh, yeah.
0: Ultimately, he's freed by Kenny and Elizabeth. And and this is where we see that Ernest is friends with these two young kids. Yeah. Like, you know, they kind of see Ernest as you know a, an adult that they trust. And yeah. You know, he obviously he obviously knows good kids when he sees them. Right. We then go to downtown Briarville and hear a brief conversation between the mayor and Sheriff Binder, two adults who should be on top of
1: things. (laughs) Right.
0: And like most of these movies, though, um, Mm -hmm. are totally behind the narrative, not knowing what's going on. Never believe the kids, right?
1: Oh, yeah. No, kids don't know nothing.
0: Well, the mayor doesn't (laughs) like Ernest, and he's upset because apparently there's this old house, the Hackmore residence. Ah. There we go. Apparently, it's not up to code. All these code violations, and Ernest was supposed to clean it up. And he tells the sheriff, Sheriff Binder, a mild mannered yeah, just a, um, just a guy, middle aged guy. You know, obviously, is the sheriff of a small town where not much goes on. He's like, "Well, look, you got you tell Ernest to get down there and clean it up, or he's fired." Right at that moment, Ernest happens to drive by and has Kenny and Elizabeth with him in his garbage truck, and he's pulled over by Sheriff Binder. <laughs> who berates Ernest and threatens to fire him if he doesn't clean up the Hackmore residence. He orders Kenny and Elizabeth out of his truck. He's like, get out. He's driving around with these two and kids. And
1: it, it seems that they they do this with him. Like, that's, this is not a first-time occurrence. Right. Like they'll sometimes just catch a ride with him, and he's like, you can't, like, because Kenny's like, oh, he's going to kill me. He finds us in here again.
0: Right. So... Well, you know, if it's a city vehicle or a a, a you know a county vehicle or whatever, right. obviously you know you can't drive little it's kids. It's liability, right. but obviously Ernest really has a genuine love for these kids and and, and, and a Ernest is
1: a, a, a just a big kid.
0: Well, yeah, ultimately, right. So we now see the Hackmore place, which looks like <laughs> a haunted house meets a landfill. Yeah, it's just it's it's yeah,
1: yeah it's 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 trash. But also like creepy and there's also like, has like a steampunk feel yeah, to it. There's I don't some know.
0: fires around it. Just, <laughs> just open fires. Just open fires. Just kind of, you know, like little controlled burns. Just kind of, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, surrounding this massive like plantation style house. Right. And the person that lives there is Lady Hackmore.
1: Yes, old Lady Hackmore. And this
0: is the wondrous, glorious Eartha Kit that plays her. Who is kind of nuts in this movie.
1: Oh, yeah. Nuts, but also like the only person who knows what's going on.
0: Yeah. So when she sees Ernest, she freaks him out. And she's like, get out of here. You're going to awaken the curse. So we know that we're building up to something. Meanwhile, Kenny and Elizabeth and a third friend, Joey. Right. Who just shows up. He just appears. He's just suddenly there. Like, oh, their third friend. They're all hanging out in this really cool haunted house they built. You know, just something kids would throw together. Yeah, it's cute. And the bullies, Mike and Matt, bold (sighs) cut mullet. (laughs) <laughs> Show up yeah. and tear the dang thing down. They tear apart the haunted house, which is awful.
1: That's really terrible. His you're going to go self. to
0: something these two kids built, and you're just going to rip it apart.
1: I know. at one point, he's like, "You're going to die." I'm like, "Uh, what easy, guys
0: And then you find out that these kids, their dad is the mayor. Good job.
1: Which that makes sense because the mayor is the one who's berating Sheriff Binder.
0: So we're like, "Oh, okay." So y'all are the same. You can't even run your household, obviously. Uh-huh. Your two kids are a couple of miscreants. And you're running <laughs> yeah. a city. Good job. Well, Kenny and Elizabeth have a dilemma. You know, th- they're being harassed by these two bullies. So who do they go to? Well, who's the best person to go to if you're...
1: <laughs> if you need a rational answer. Well, they go to Ernest.
0: <laughs> Ernest, in response to Kenny's dilemma, which is, look, we need help. We Our clubhouse just got torn down. Yeah. You know, haunted house, clubhouse, whatever. Right. You know, what do we do? How How do we build a clubhouse... That can't get accosted by the neighborhood bullies. This is, you know, important. And Ernest tells a dramatic story.
1: You need the high ground. Right. (laughs) But he
0: he gives them the idea about the high ground by telling them this dramatic story about Botswana. What he says is a plucky little nation that defeated the Ottoman Empire. (laughs) And then he goes into this tirade and he plays different characters that I can... (laughs) Six different characters he tells this story with. And this is where, these are my favorite parts of the Oh, movie. of course. Um,
1: Sketch comedy at its finest.
0: So Jim Varney has all these people. He plays this guy that's like a Roman Caesar. Yeah. He has the Ottoman. Right. Who is this, he's got this long mustache and like football shoulder pads <laughs> and like a big helmet and all this stuff you could tell they glued on the shoulder pads. Oh my God, yeah. And one of them is like a gamecock from uh from a um badminton. Oh my god. Like I noticed that like, like, oh they put that on like just he That's just looks funny, nuts. I didn't even notice that. And well, there's the old woman with the neck brace. I, she's my favorite. She's in like every movie.
1: She is so funny. And then the yeah, the, the other lady, the, the the hairspray lady. Yeah,
0: the the hairspray lady. I called her the interior decorator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: An old farmer. Yeah. With like the the hat and the suspenders. Yeah. He looked like Jag Clampett. Totally. The airplane pilot, like as in the old right. World War II, or yes. like maybe even World War One, like the biplane, like you know. Yeah. Um, a lumberjack. Which why? Now I looked this up. I, I was curious <laughs> to see if this was a true story, if like if he's actually talking about the country of Botswana, which is in Africa. Right. <clears throat> how they fought the Ottoman Empire. There were wars in Africa right? fought by the Ottomans, but I could not find anything, uh, any historicity about Ernest's story. This so particular story, so right. So it, it may very well have just been something they made up for the movie, but I did take time to look it up, guys. Right. Like, the I history, yeah, find... the history
1: of him was like, is this a the,
0: thing? <laughs> this may be some obscure thing that happened in history, right. but I couldn't find anything right away that said there was a war between Botswana yeah. In the Ottoman Empire, so I don't know. That's uh, funny. So, if, if you guys want to take a look and yeah, maybe you find Yeah, if you, you guys know, tell us. Let us know, yeah. But through Ernest's antics, as you said earlier, the high ground, he gives Kenny the idea he needs. A tree house. Yeah. The high ground. And that sets the kids off looking for a tree. Now, we know what tree they're going to pick.
1: Yeah, well, he, well, the tree he picks, again.
0: That's right. Ernest goes with them
1: because that he is the one who sets all this in motion.
0: I think it's safe to say that we know they pick the massive, decrepit, big old in the
1: creepy stay-out fog.
0: Yeah, through the Spanish moss, like
1: no one can find it. Don't walk
0: through there. No, but they find the the massive old, huge oak tree that we know the trolls buried under. Yes, of course, entangled
1: in its roots.
0: And then we have this nice little montage. Where they build this really cool treehouse.
1: I love, I love it though.
0: It's cute, and it works because Matt and Mike Murdoch, the Murdoch Bros, show up and they attack them with food, like full pizzas. That's that. that yeah, we no, to,
1: several full pizzas. Like, where were they?
0: Right, I, I don't know where they got. I and mean,
1: How old are they? And who threw out a full pizza?
0: But that, but the the, the treehouse has all these catapults and stuff. Yeah. And, and
1: I love the music that's going when they're fighting
0: them.
1: Like, yeah, America.
0: And they're shooting. <laughs> I think cat food was being shot cat at them, food. too, right? Yes. Which, would, which honestly, I wouldn't even waste the pizza on the kids. No. Just shoot the cat Just food. Just the cat food. I can <laughs> imagine the cat food would be awful Ugh. to, you know. They're able to repel the bullies, though. It's great. So, old lady Hackmore shows up. She's like, what have you done? She's freaking of out. Of all the trees, you've chosen this one. She has a conversation with Ernest who goes back to tell the kids, like, hey, so old lady Hackmore said that the he's, tree—
1: He's thinking she's upset that they're on her land or something. He's like, well, we're not so much up you're on your land, but above it. Like, he's just, like— Right. and he he's, tell- not, he's missing it.
0: Yeah, and he tells the kids, like, well, old lady Hackmore told me that if someone from the Worrell family says these words, blah, 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 blah. And then blah. says them. Yeah, like, come forth, you know, whatever— you and know, then knocks on the tree. He jokingly calls forth the troll named Trantor.
1: <laughs> I love that name. I don't know why. <laughs>
0: Trantor. Who suddenly begins moving and growling underneath the tree. So basically, Hackmore said, yep. look, don't do this. You need to get out of here. And he runs back. Yeah, she, the she
1: runs away. Flee, flee. Of course.
0: We know Ernest was going to do that. So when all the shaking and growling happens, the kids leave. Ernest finds himself face to face with Trantor. He actually comes out. The troll growls at Ernest, frightening him. Causing him to knock over a cooler full of food and milk. Yes. And the troll mysteriously then disappears. disappears. So it seems like he's going to threaten or he's going to hurt Ernest. And then he's gone. Then he's gone. The troll looks like essentially a big head. Yes. With, with arms little, and legs. With little arms and so legs. It's like a little body. He's disproportionate. Yeah. The worst part about him is his nose.
1: His face. Yeah. Because with- he's gooey. And he has actual snot. Yeah. Just. And I, that's. No. No. No.
0: And this is what, um, you know, freaked my buddy Caleb out. Oh, it is. And (laughs) I'm more grossed out by him now, but I can see how if you were a kid, this was like, ugh. And plus he's chasing little kids around. Yeah, true. You know.
1: (laughs) Pegging little kids. And it doesn't take
0: long (laughs) for the troll to start causing trouble because as Kenny and Elizabeth and Joey, who were, you know, again, they were just at the treehouse, fended off the bullies. They were there when Ernest awoke the troll. Now Mm -hmm. they're going home. As they part ways, Joey is confronted by the troll and is immediately turned into this little tiny statue. Yeah. This little wooden statue. Mm hmm. Ernest runs to Sheriff Binder's house, tells him about the troll. We know how that's going to go. Right. It's Ernest.
1: Yeah. They're like, oh, okay, dismiss.
0: Yeah, right. Trantor returns the statue, the troll, mm-hmm. of Joey. To his home under the tree and he puts it in this little space. And as soon as he does these little buds or pods, yeah, which are also really gross. Also gooey. Start growing. There's lots
1: of goo associated with these trolls, which is unsettling.
0: There's only one person that's gonna help somebody as nuts as Ernest. We have to find another nut, and that's Lady Hackmore. Yes. When nobody normal is gonna help Ernest, obviously. (laughs) So she tells him the whole story about Trantor. He needs five kids. Yep. Right. And he's got to be stopped by midnight the next day. It just so happens to be October 30th. Right. So we know know that midnight the next day is Halloween. And he's got to get five kids by then and turn them into little statues. And when he does, he can raise other trolls. Yep. Right.
1: And then they can, I guess, what, take over the world.
0: And then Hackmore proceeds to call Ernest the great redneck hope. (laughs) (laughs) This heavenly light shines (laughs) on Ernest. And of course, up goes Ernest. Yep. Here we go. You know, self importance and confidence. The ego boost. He's the hero that the world needs, or at least Briarville, whatever. Right. And the next day, we see him running through the town with a megaphone, <sighs> screaming about the troll. He runs into the Tulip Brothers, which is another great part of these yeah. Ernest movies. The Tulip Brothers are in every Ernest movie, as far as I know.
1: Yeah. Running some kind of. I don't want to say scheme, but kind of is a scheme.
0: They're, they're always up to something different. Yeah, just like yeah. Ernest is. The, you know, they're always up to something new. Yeah. Tom and Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> Tom is obviously the leader. The yeah.
1: I wouldn't say brains
0: because no, he's not the brains because honestly, I think Bobby's a little kind well, of he, more clever from
1: the outset. He's he's the brains. Of the obvious meaning he's making the right. plans. But one of our he's fa- a little yeah. goofy.
0: But one of our one of our favorite characters in these Ernest movies is Bobby Tulip. Yes, like this little old dude. He's like a little mischievous elf. He's the silent, surprisingly mischievous follower. Yes. <laughs> and in this film, Tom is actually played by actor John Cadenhead. He's not portrayed by the usual guy. There's yeah. usually like another guy. His name is Gaylord Sartain or Sartain. Yeah. He was in Ernest. Uh, Christmas. Yeah, the Christmas yeah. one especially. He's, I remember. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, and I
1: was like, this isn't the same guy. I mean, the guy did a good job though. Bobby's
0: always the same guy. Yeah. You this can't, is a well, you
1: can't. You can't. Bobby has a look no, like you can't you replace can't. him.
0: You can't replace Bobby, and the Tulip Brothers run this store. And Ernest interrupts them filming a commercial, and Tom scams <laughs> Ernest by selling him all this stuff to battle like trolls. Troll equipment. Troll equipment that he just had. <laughs> that he was to like, have. "Oh, I
1: have it in bulk." <laughs> right.
0: This is essentially a cartoon in film format. It is. I mean, it's, it it's a cartoon in so you oh, know. Oh,
1: it's just short of, of anvils falling from the sky.
0: Right. So. Kenny and Elizabeth find out about the troll when they are confronted by the troll in the forest. Right. And they run to Hackmore's with the troll in pursuit. You know, the right. troll needs five kids. Well, the kids make it into Hackmore's house, and the troll's kind of just hanging out outside. And this <laughs> poor, unassuming skateboarder just happens to skateboard by. That's right, yep. And the troll gets him. So he gets his second victim, just unnamed, random skateboarder. Yep,
1: skateboarder one.
0: Hackmore senses the troll getting stronger. Ernest shows up and kind of gets with the kids. And now we have our, we have the beginnings of what's going to fight the the troll. Right. (laughs) So Ernest and Kenny decide they're going to fight the troll. So they drop Elizabeth off. They're like, let us take care of this. And they come up with a plan. And part of that plan is to tell Kenny's dad, the sheriff. Right. Kenny's like, look, we got to tell my dad. Kenny goes home looking for his dad. Instead, he finds the Murdoch brothers. (laughs) Right. Who have come onto his property. These kids. These are kids. I know. They're awful.
1: They're awful little kids.
0: And thank God Kenny's mom shows up. Right. I guess she didn't see him there. because Pro- Probably not. that's pretty disturbing. Ugh. It's one thing when it happens at school or on the playground. I mean, Right. It's, it's, it's bu- neutral look, territory. Universally bullying is, un- is unacceptable. Right. But it's a whole new level of disturbing when it's at the kid's house. Right. At any rate, Sheriff Binder, Kenny's dad, is not home. Meanwhile, Elizabeth is getting ready to go to the big Halloween party. Right. At the elementary school, Briarville Elementary. And she, her mom's like, You're going to get ready. You're going to go to this Halloween party. It's going to be great. Stop worrying about the troll. There's no such thing. She leaves. Bam. The troll is laying on her bed. Ugh.
1: Looking at her with his snot face.
0: Right. And Ugh. I can see with that, that was when he was laying on her bed. Well, yeah, I can't. that was now I can see why like smaller kids were like creeped yeah, out. Yeah, like,
1: and I like grew up like I would ask to watch to rent, of course, go to Blockbuster and rent this movie. Like even when it wasn't Halloween, just because obviously I want Halloween all the time. But that troll and that part specifically always always freaked me out.
0: So now the troll has three victims, right? So so we're jo- re-
1: we're way too close for comfort.
0: Right, Joey skateboard kid now Elizabeth, Kenny is still looking for his dad. While he's looking for his dad, he runs into another rando friend named Greg. We have not seen him. Greg be-
1: with two G's at the end.
0: Yeah. We've not seen him. <laughs>
1: According to the subtitles. Yeah.
0: We've not seen Greg at any point before this nope. moment. Well, they're interrupted by Trantor, and Greg <laughs> becomes his fourth victim. Greg was essentially just a, like, we need another kid to we get need, taken. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hi. Hi, plot device. Right. It's just. It's just the-
0: right. He's the guy in the red shirt in Star Trek that gets, uh, yep. you know, killed on the away mission. Yep. Yeah. Meanwhile, Sheriff Binder's dealing with upset parents who are missing kids. Uh, we got a problem. But, of course, nobody's going to believe it's the troll.
1: And that mob of parents that are upset is really funny to look at.
0: Yeah. You paused it. I paused yeah.
1: it. Well, you you paused it to write something down. Right. And I looked up and I was like, Toby, this is wonderful. The it's funniest a, guy was. a wonderful moment you've captured. The
0: mustache dude, with the, the bumblebee mustache guy, <laughs> mustache. <laughs> the bumblebee dude with the mustache. Yes. He to looks, me, it was the best one. He
1: Because he also kind of looks like he's going to start beating people up also. Like he's he's bewildered, but also enraged.
0: He looked like some bare knuckle boxer. Yeah. Like, you know. But
1: everyone, but everyone in that crowd looks bizarre in yeah. that moment. We'll have to post it.
0: No, it it was funny. Meanwhile, Trantor is trying to make his move on our characters, on our heroes. He tries to attack Ernest in a store, and he is foiled again when milk is spilled. Yep. He tries to attack Kenny at one point and sees a milk truck and is scared away. So there's something about milk, obviously, you know, we're seeing. Sheriff Binder, as I said, is dealing with parents that are missing their kids. One of these parents is the mayor, Mayor Murdoch. Right. He's missing his two boys. The thing about it is, is that we know the Murdoch brothers were not taken by transport. Right.
1: Door. So where are
0: they? Right. Ernest shows up and claims that he's caught the troll. <laughs> what he's caught is the Murdoch brothers. <laughs> right. Which, and, honestly, they deserve. Right. So we have Ernest, Sheriff Binder, and Mayor Murdoch. And Ernest has caught, and really what is a, a, a garbage can, spray-painted orange, like a like a yeah. It's, it's just like one a, of those a, big garbage yeah, garbage tin units. Yeah, big square dumpsters, spray painted orange or reddish yeah. something that says like troll trap on it. Bless him. The two brothers are stuck in there. They deserve that. They did. But it does cost Ernest his job.
1: Yeah, he's he's once again discredited as as foolish and right. no one's gonna believe him.
0: But Ernest is encouraged. One person tells Ernest not to quit, and that's rimshot. His little Jack Russell Terrier his that is precious
1: dog, yeah, that has
0: followed him around throughout the whole movie. Yep, Trantor only needs one more kid to complete his curse, right? He's got yes. Joey, skateboard kid, Elizabeth, and Greg. Yeah, right. Two Which, random. You know,
1: I would like to point out, I, it, I don't think I've thought about it at least consciously until we're talking about it, but you know, when we had that opening montage of all the classic horror movies, this this harkens very much to like the mummy, you know, like, uh, you know, completing the curse or some kind of old classic movie. So it, it it definitely has that old horror feel to it with all of this ceremony that's surrounding what the troll has to do.
0: Of so, course, yeah.
1: I, I don't know. I I, haven't, I think I always thought about it in the back of my mind, but I never really said it out loud. So I feel like it yeah. bears weight to say it out loud.
0: Well, once again, Ernest is dismissed and now fired by oh. the two most important adults in the town, which is the sheriff and the mayor. Yes. So he has to go back to Lady Hackmore. Lord. You know, another you know person seemingly crazy, but actually knows a whole lot.
1: Right. Yeah. She's been she's been holding to this and sort of kind of, I don't know, like holding vigil for this whole yeah situation, knowing it's going to happen.
0: While he's on his way to L- Lady Hackmore, the troll attacks. Rimshot drives the truck. <laughs> While (laughs) Ernest (laughs) fights Trantor in the back of the truck.
1: (laughs) Rimshot drives the truck. I'm sorry.
0: Trantor is ultimately able to overpower Ernest and throw him off the truck. He and Rimshot escape to Lady Hackmore. They are able to make it there, though. Where they find the troll can be destroyed. He has this book that he's reading, one of these old ancient books. There's always a book. Which he reads and finds that the troll can be destroyed by something... It's missing a letter. It's M-I space K. By this point, we I know. I mean,
1: come on. We know.
0: Ernest thinks it's Miak. <laughs> Bulgarian Miak. M-I-A-K. So you found out what it is? No. When oh. I look it up, I don't think it exists. Oh, if okay. I look up Bulgarian Miak, I find a bunch of Ernest's scared stupid merch. <laughs> like shirts and stuff and candles yeah. that are scented uh, Bulgarian Miak. That's funny. So I don't think it is real.
1: That's funny. But
0: once again, just like the Botswana battle with the Ottoman right. Empire, if you know, guys, let us let us know. Right. <laughs> so Trantor decides to head to the elementary school. You know, he's like, okay, forget it. You know, right. forget Ernest. I need one more kid. Again, they're having the big Halloween party there. Ernest and Lady Hackmore arrive soon after. Ernest crashes the party screaming about the trolls. But it's too late. The troll reveals himself and takes one of the Murdoch boys as his last victim. He ah. takes Matt. He takes Mullet. Mullet (laughs) Murdoch. Right. (laughs) Ernest and Trantor then face off, where Ernest attempts to use the Miak. He's like, I got you. I know what to use. But of course, it's not (laughs) Miak, so it's a fail. Trantor defeats Ernest. He like screams or roars or something and blows Ernest back, and he turns Rimshot into wood. And this is the saddest part of the movie.
1: It's so sad.
0: But Kenny is able to surmise through this moment when Ernest is knocked into like because when he when the troll knocks Ernest back it knocks him into like a concession stand yeah he's got ice cream all over him right and that makes the troll leave again and then Kenny sees that and he's like it's milk yeah so now it's time for the final battle the heart of a child right
1: and a mother's care
0: yes very good you're welcome yeah Eartha Kitt was not here that was Brooke
1: (laughs) I was channeling her she passed away too I know
0: the two best parts of this movie so, in the aftermath of Trantor's attack, the kids come to Kenny for help. Mm. Even the other Murdoch brother. Yeah. So, everybody's kind of like...
1: Everybody can be united when you have a common foe. Right.
0: Kenny gathers them together. They go to the store. They steal a bunch of milk.
1: As kids do As in a 90s do. Kid- yeah. comedy. <laughs> and, they,
0: and they head to the forest. They could have just got some from the school. That's like all you drink at school.
1: It's true. The little cartons.
0: At any rate, Whatever. they're going there armed with milk. Ernest heads there as well, ready to avenge rimshot. Lady Hackmore's heading there.
1: it's, it's about to go down.
0: Now the sheriff and the mayor and the parents <laughs> and the community are all going to this forest. They're yes. all like, what is going on here?
1: So we have a we have a, a a future replay of what happened in the past.
0: Right. Meanwhile, Trantor is able to complete the curse. The little pods start falling to the ground. Nasty. He's got his fifth kid. Yeah, Mullet Murdoch. <laughs> and Eminem. When the pods hit the ground, these fully grown trolls just <laughs> come up out of it, already with weapons and armor on them. And it's stuff. very,
1: it's very orcish, very urukhai. Yeah. Ish. Except way less cool.
0: But then the assault begins. The kids now know that milk kills them, so the full-on assault using the milk, and they pick them off one by one. Yes
1: and of course our very first milk assault is just gloriously 90s because it is with that classic like yellow and green super soaker
0: yeah with the tank on top yes. of it, like the which i never got a so super many battles
1: right as a child my na- my neighbor had like the massive ones they one. were expensive they were i didn't get it He didn't
0: <laughs> the the first super soakers it was like the super soaker 50 yeah it was like the 100 the 100 oh yeah it was yeah. the 150 i think they went all the way up to i don't know i know Who they knows? i know they went up to the 200s but I huge. only
1: ever had a dadgum water gun, so I'm no, not No, I always
0: kidding. got the one that you might as well just, you had better luck. Just, just
1: throw it at the person. Just get like
0: a 409 <laughs> bottle, empty the 409 <laughs> out, and just, you'd have better luck than with the squirt just guns. Just a dang
1: spray bottle. Yeah. Yeah, or I you never could just, them. Or
0: you could just, you know.
1: Or mom would get the knockoff brand. Like, not a super soaker. That still squirts like the a, same like little. Like a, a water gobber or yeah, something like that, some that's, crap.
0: That's still going to shoot the same little tiny stream. Yeah, that's just going to miss somebody. Because like
1: super soaker, it, it wasn't just that it held a lot of water; it had a really big stream of water. That's the whole point. It was painful.
0: Yeah, I remember. <laughs> now, my cousin Michael had like a super soaker, oh. either 200, 300, something. Oh. It didn't even have a trigger. It had like a, it had like a lever.
1: <laughs>
0: Seriously. And oh my
1: god, we were
0: holding uh, my little sister, no. Sarah, Poor and Sarah. his and his little siblings hostage against a tree, and I tried to be cool. <laughs> I tried to be cool with the super soaker and I, I pulled the lever and I was going to shoot like in between them, oh, like no. kind of a warning shot. Nope. And I got my sister right in the shorts and that was it. And of course, game over. She ran inside and cried. And I'm sorry, Sarah. Uh, we love you, Sarah. And I love you. Oh. <laughs> but that but yeah, was so a heck of a water gun.
1: That, yeah. That, so this one, I don't, I mean, this is like the the standard like first edition super, super soaker. Yeah. But still, I just love that that is how we were introduced to the milk battle.
0: Yes. and another the thing battle is, of the milks and another thing that's great about the milk battle is during it all of Ernest's characters come back
1: oh God it's brilliant
0: yeah they all come back and play roles like you know a it,
1: woman's work is never done
0: yeah all of them yeah <laughs> the old woman comes back and there's the new guy like the, like the the Safari like
1: the Winston no not Winston havelock yeah. but like uh, what's the guy from Juma- Jumanji
0: yeah that, uh, um, pelt Van, Van pelt. pelt yes <laughs> he says something like, We were looking for a scrap when we found this. I'm like, I love that. Like, that's, that's the, to me, so that's like his comic genius, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, the trolls are going down one by one. And Trantor and sees it. And they that, look horrific, by yeah. the way. And Trantor sees that he's losing. So he goes under the tree and summons more evil power to become invincible. Why he.
1: Right. He's got some demons on retainer. So. Right.
0: And of course, he's now impervious to milk.
1: But also, when he summons the demons. He just gets like more horns and claws. That's right, yeah. And like yeah. noodle things that come out of his head. Yeah, so it's I, weird. I oh, guess he's gross. I know. It's 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 really just gross. It's like he just looks worse.
0: But the the main thing is that makes this worse is that he's impervious to the milk.
1: Right. Now that doesn't affect him. Because he's because he's fully generated or whatever, right?
0: Yes. So how do we destroy the troll? And this is what Lady Hackmore was saying, what you said earlier. The, the the whole idea of unconditional love in the heart of a child, she had been saying that and you're kinda like, what is she? getting at
1: yeah she it just sounds like the ramblings of a because she she reminds me of like a like a gypsy witch or something yeah she's just got this third like this third eye into everything so and she never explains what she means she's just like well you'll
0: get it right and of course Ernest does get it
1: i know amazingly
0: because now the troll is completely um invincible he turns kenny into a statue
1: oh yeah kenny the worst yeah
0: it's yeah brave little kenny right so it, it's it's really bad. And now he's threatening the whole community. Again, he's, he's impervious to milk, as we said. And the only way he can be destroyed is through unconditional love. And I'm thinking, okay, how are they going to do this, right? Yeah. And the way Ernest destroys him, ultimately, <laughs> is by being nice to him. Ernest goes up to Trantor and hugs he him. He goes, come here, little buddy. Right. <laughs> and he grabs him and hugs him and dances with him. And it's. doing re- this weird waltz. It's. Yeah. It's suddenly like, okay. And
1: everyone's grossed out. Right.
0: Everyone's like, what? Because I remember the mom. She
1: like rolls her eyes. She's like, oh my God. Yeah. Like it's Ernest. It's just weird. But he's. But, but. But.
0: This is an Ernest movie. Yeah. Then Ernest kisses him right on the nasty Right nose. on the snot. Right. And that destroys the troll.
1: Yeah, he starts, like, seizing
0: and explodes. All the kids, all the kids that were statues come back to life, including some ones from the past. Even the Hackmore kids. Yeah, the Hackmore kids that, that Lady Hackmore had. She had kept the statues. Yes. They come back. Rimshot comes back. Oh. And, of course, Ernest is now.
1: And and I remember, it, Ernest and Rimshot, Rimshot descend into a licking, loving, like, weird... Yeah. Reunion. Well, Lady Hackmore looks on strangely yeah. satisfied. It's uh, a, it's a it's a it's an ending. Right. <laughs> it's a choice. And Ernest
0: goes from, of course, village idiot to hero. Yes. As he always does in these movies. And so, then we're
1: back to the bop. We're back to the Halloween bop.
0: Yep, that's it. And that is Ernest Scared Stupid. It's a lot of fun.
1: It's such a great movie. It's right. like it's corny in all the in all the right ways. No, it is.
0: It's it's a great kids' Halloween movie. Like the troll is a lot sometimes for a little right. kid, I would think, you know.
1: No, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, sh- I showed our son a picture. And he like, like I said, Ugh. no,
0: I'm not comparing this to like, you know, Leprechaun. I'm I'm not I'm not compa- I'm not. Compa- <laughs> no, I'm not comparing the troll to like Pennywise. Like, come on. No, forget it. But if you're a little, little kid, he's very cartoonish. Yeah. But if you're a little, little kid, it, it can be.
1: Yeah, creepy. I think it's I think it's just the physicality of like the goo and stuff that yeah. that makes it look more real.
0: I agree. Yeah. But, but it's
1: so cute. It's a good movie. has a good message of you know even even the most unlikely heroes can be you know can save the day. Yeah, and...
0: and I know we touched on that at the beginning, but but again, what I love about Ernest is he's steady, and he doesn't allow what other people think of him to deter him from what he needs to do, and mm-hmm. it doesn't change how he sees himself. Like uh, how how other people criticize him, right? Doesn't change. How he views himself, he truly has a tremendous amount of self-worth. I think we all can learn that from him. Seriously. Ernest. I'm not trying to be ridiculous. I'm saying yeah. that, like, it's so important to, like, you're going to have naysayers in your life. Right. And you're going to have people think you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. And so he's very brave in that sense because he doesn't change. No. You know, and that's and why. And I
1: think Lady Hackmore's cool, too, because she's so bizarre. She's a goth queen for sure. Um yeah, but we, I mean it was her. yes, but it was we thanks her to her it, you know, be, her being so eccentric, but also her um holding on to this tradition and this this legend because right. everyone else no one else believed it,
0: sure, but thanks right.
1: to her and thanks to just her strangeness, you know, we had the tools to fight this thing,
0: yeah, again, very that's similar why to- I, we
1: call them an, a a uh not quite you know duo like they're not a. They work together, but she's she's they're they're, they're each yeah. their own thing.
0: Right. It was good. So yeah, definitely check out Ernest Scared Stupid if you haven't already. I yes. mean, this is a '90s podcast, '80s and '90s. So I would think '80s and '90s kids. You've probably have seen, seen it. it or have heard. But tell. then again, it took me a long time to see it. You know. You can rent it on sadly. Amazon Prime for sure. But I'm glad I did see it when I did. So again, Seth <laughs> Caleb and Zach introduced me to that. Um, let's wrap things up, but before we do, I want to talk about a funny story. So I ordered a hat off Amazon. (laughs) I ordered a Harry Potter hat, a Ravenclaw hat because we're Ravenclaws in this house.
1: We are. We are Ravenclaws. Well, me and Brooke are. Yeah.
0: You know, we don't know. We don't know about our kids. I mean, we know what we think they could be, but Mm -hmm. ultimately it's all about what you choose. Right. Right. Uh, so I ordered a Ravenclaw hat because I'm definitely a hat wearing guy. I have a lot of them. Yes. You do. Probably too many. Yep. But I do wear them all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I do. I try to go through my hats. You
1: and hats are me and purses. I, I tr- wear them all.
0: I try to go through my hats and it I find that like, no, no, I just look, I I wear this hat. I can't mm-hmm. get rid of it. Well, I ordered it and the company that sold it to me through Amazon, they sent me a completely different one yeah. than was advertised. Like the one that I saw in the picture was not the one that I got. And then I sat there and looked at it and I was kind of mad this yeah. afternoon. And then we brought it out this evening. It's in the tapes where I'm holding it right now. And I was like... I think I really like this one.
1: Yeah, he showed me the one he was originally trying to get, and I was like, um, this is better.
0: I know, and now I'm like, (laughs) like, I'm going to sit it over here when we record. I'm just going to kind of like let it sit, let it rest. (laughs) Let it marinate. Let it (laughs) marinate. And man, if I don't like this hat better. And the fit's nice, looks really good. So So
1: now you have information that you didn't have before.
0: So thank you guys, yeah. (laughs) Thank you guys from Amazon that sent me the wrong hat. Joke's on you. Okay, let's bring this thing home. Guys, if you have been with us for this show, and like every one of our other shows before, any amount of time you spend with us at the tape store, we so appreciate your time. It's limited, it's valuable, and we just want you to know it means a lot that you would spend it with us, and we just hope that we do what we always try to do every week, and the days in between... If you follow us on social media, and that's keep the magic of the 80s and 90s alive. Yes. And, you know, again, it's something we love doing, and we love having you along with us.
1: And uh, again, you know, happy, high, spooky month. Happy October. Um, it does. It, October's not nearly long enough, so no. we're excited to have a spooky month um, episode guide for you. Um, if you're not already following us, please give us a follow on, um, Instagram at the tape store.
0: That's where we're most active. Yeah,
1: we do. We do most of our interacting with folks there. So if you're, if you're not following us, we would love for you to join us. Um, we're also on Twitter, the tape store pod. And of course, if you'd like to shoot us an email, you can, uh, the tape store podcast at gmail.com
0: and check out our Etsy shop. We've added a new pin to our midnight society series inspired by, are you afraid of the dark? Yes. We have Gary, Betty Ann, Kiki, and now we have David.
1: Yes. The the campfire seats are growing.
0: Yes. And they're going to keep growing. Yes. And so all you true 90s Nick fans out there, are you afraid of the dark? It's only from the tape store that you can get these pins. And we're really excited about them. So check that out as well. Yes. Well, guys, we will see you next week for more great 80s and 90s nostalgia on the tape store podcast. Until then, this is Toby. And this is Brooke. Bye, guys.